From Russia with Love Minute 50, uh, I'm Brian. I'm not Brian Brad. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, on uh, Brad's Netflix, which is kind enough to share with me, I'm, I put my name as not Brad. <laughs> because, because we are currently in the same house sharing the same internet. So therefore, it's one account, not two. Yep, that's why <laughs> That's why there's different lighting temperatures and we reference different cities and states. Because that's where we want to be, not where we actually are. <laughs> yeah. Tricked ya. Can't find us. <laughs> Can't stalk us if you don't know exactly where we are. <laughs> this is the podcast that takes a long and breaks down the smoothest, swabest, most evident spy franchise there is and shakes it out one minute at a time. Never stirred because this is Bond. Minute Bond. And Brad, what happened in this movie that ended up being a 1950s noir by the end of it? <laughs> yeah. So we get to see, we see the morning kind of starting to progress for everybody. Everybody's kind of got their own task. Everybody's kind of hauling around hay or taking care of the animals, carrying water. We get to see James Bond lounging with his two um, female companions. Yeah. Honestly, do you think he had sex with them? Because I, I, I don't know. Though I, It's hard to tell. The one is currently hemming up his sleeve. Mm-hmm. The other one is just like sitting by the coffee, smiling at him, like awkwardly, like, I can't sew. So I'm just going to sit here and smile and hope that you pick me. <laughs> it's all, it does start right at the end of it, but she does pass him the coffee at least. Okay. Or, yeah. I mean, like, this is all weird. <laughs> this is it's... very weird, but we're, but in the culture or for us to be like, it'd be really weird for me to choose somebody's future mate and also choose it by who can pamper me the most um, <laughs> that's what i mean. what I, I can't choose your next wife out of the selection of two women and tell you which one i like <laughs> to sleep with better <laughs> and have you questioned for the rest of your life if i gave you the wrong decision on purpose <laughs> so that i could get the one i wanted and sabotage it <laughs> quite possibly i don't think have we even seen his son ever i'm sure it was one of the guys sitting at the table i don't know if we I don't remember if they specifically pointed him out or not, but he's one of the guys at the table. I assume could imagine him not being there. But yeah, basically, unless they're telling us that the uh, the culture is that radically different, I I'd be shocked. Well, I don't know if they're if they if they're also telling us that they have no. Either the culture is so very different where these two people are so soulless that they just want to climb the the, Social ladder. the the ranks. Yeah. But I couldn't imagine him abusing his position and having sex with both of them and then both not wanting to vomit looking at him the next day <laughs> <laughs> outside of those two scenarios. I mean... If I'm, but they're also willing to kill each other. Yeah, they were going to, they were going to fight to the death. So there's no clear, I guess we'll have to ask Sean Connery. Yeah. (laughs) Later on, I'll call him up later on this afternoon. We'll see what's going on. We'll see if he's busy. To... If he can't, back up the director. Yeah. If not, then we'll call um, Albert R. Broccoli. Or even better yet, Ian Fleming. <laughs> <laughs> or Kieran Bay. I bet you he's got some insight in this, too. Oh, no. No. Do you want me to keep that in? <laughs> okay. Sure. We, said, we said Karen Bay, not the actor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's what I was reacting to. Oh, I said Karen Bay because I don't know the actor's name. <laughs> oh no! Okay. Oh no! All right. You all right? Congratulations, you've crossed the line. <laughs> <laughs> and I started this whole joke <laughs> um, uh, only because of the story you told me. Yeah, I mean it's a pretty pretty tragic story. So I mean, but we won't rehash that out. But so now it is nighttime. 
And we see James Bond kind of leaving the compound. It looks like one of Kieran Bay's sons yeah. picks him up. I mean, he looks like Kieran Bay, kind of, with the mustache and everything. So, I mean, you could definitely tell their blood. So James Bond asks him if he brought him what he was supposed to bring him. He says, yep, it's on the seat. And it's not on the seat because we see the, the passenger hand, back, hand it back to him. And it is the butt of his collapsible rifle. The gypsies wave him goodbye. We get to see James Bond and Kieran Bay walk down an alley with a giant photo of a girl in the background. Uh. <laughs> On the note of it not being on the back seat, that guy just failed to be a wingman. Yeah. He'd be like, all right, make sure it's on the back seat by the time he comes around. It's like, okay. It's like, it's on the back seat. It's not. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're my least favorite brother. <laughs> Out of the 12 that I have, I hate you the most. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we get to see him and Kieran Bay kind of walk down an alleyway a little bit. They're kind of tucked away in one of the spots. We can assume that they're at Kurlinko's hideout because that's what they said they were going to be doing. So and he's monologuing. Yeah, he, he is monologuing quite closely in my mind to what the voiceover for a hard boiled 50s noir detective story would be like. <laughs> like uh, twice that Kurlenko has tried to kill me. The third time he will succeed unless I get him first. That I'll do tonight. And then just imagine that it's Nick Cage. Yeah, uh, that's where I thought you were going with that. I was going to ask if you were <laughs> if this was um, noir Spider-Man. <laughs> I have no idea. I think it was because noir Spider-Man. For some reason, I just started thinking of Nick Cage in the middle of that. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you say like, when you say like 50 style noir, like the first First thing I think of is stuff like Max Payne, just because. Oh, that Mark Wahlberg film. I think of the video games, but yeah, the Mark Wahlberg film works too. <laughs> I well, I only remember playing a demo of Max Payne as a child, and I hated it only because for some reason that specific demo and that game. I don't know if this is true for the whole series, but all the direction controls that worked for every other game, it was exactly the opposite, and I was just like, <laughs> I was like, what? The- <laughs> It's like, this is, what the fuck is going on? I can't wrap my brain around this. I hate this. And then I heard the Mark Wahlberg one was trash. It definitely was. But at least they <laughs> tried. Like we can give them that. But that's about all I can say. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. That's what we say about most of Mark Wahlberg's films. Mocky mock. <laughs> I, the first time I ever recognized Mark Wahlberg was af- either in The Departed or after The Departed. I realized that I had seen him in like three different films in a couple years, and I didn't realize that he was the same person every single time. I was like, holy shit, this guy's a great actor. Didn't know he was Marky Mark, didn't know anything else. And I um, didn't know the funky bunch. Not you at didn't all. have any good vibrations. I probably heard the songs, but I didn't know it was him. And frankly, You're yeah, better Fra- off not knowing. No, no. Well, frankly, no, I'm, I'm switching gears. Frankly, uh, how I'm, my feelings about him kind of mirror to a lesser degree. Dwayne Johnson, where like they, they were doing some really good, really good acting and doing blockbuster stuff and like a mixture. And then now it just feels like they've gone towards the what's the biggest paycheck? What's the the Bruce Willis's most recent career? But it doesn't look like Bruce Willis's most recent career of like paycheck first. I don't care what the project is. <laughs> paycheck, pay me first, then give me the script, and then we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Paycheck first, make sure I look good so that my brand isn't hurt, and then whatever. Fill in the other blanks. Well, we don't have to. Uh, Bruce Willis isn't going to be acting anytime soon, so I think he's okay. I think he's safe. Yeah. 
I, I think there's about 20 straight to DVD movies that we've got to get through first. But um, I've seen many Ralph the Movie Maker videos about Bruce Willis's straight to DVD movies. It's like it feels like it's like once a month, <laughs> one release a month of just straight to DVD. I think the funniest part of that is in one of the parts of those videos that I was watching, there was a clip of Frank Grillo admit, admitting that like Bruce Willis wasn't invested. He didn't care, and the movie was a piece of shit. And then after that interview, he then did a movie with him again, similarly. I was like, all right. All right. Paycheck it is. Got it. Okay. <laughs> I really respect Frank Grillo as an artist, though. He, he's uh, him and Joe Carnahan are a fucking great team. I'm going to shake my head like I know who those people are. And I'm just going to say, yeah. Joe Carnahan was the writer and director of Smoke and Aces Stretch, the A team. Okay. And oh, fan- he, so you, you, two out of three of those movies are fantastic. I like it. <laughs> and he he's been doing a lot of smaller budget action films with frank grillo like uh like that movie they did with that was like uh groundhog day but act but action for hulu with mel gibson as the villain it's solid it's it's, it's mel not gibson as the villain yeah it's 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 within the last few years it's a solid watch you know you if you got hulu i i mean i think i've shared or i will share my password with you if you need it um because we're in the same household and we live in the same place <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's solid it's not uh it's not redefining my list of my favorites of joe carnahan movies that i've seen it's worth a watch you know it's fun you're not gonna come out of that and be like Ugh. although i did hear frank grillo came out about copland and he was like they fucking butchered that and apparently people still liked it but he was like they took out a lot of great stuff that joe carnahan wanted to keep in and the producers fucking chopped it up so I'm not too enthused about checking that out just because of his feelings. Anyway, kinda, so kind of like Gucci. Get him to the Gucci. Nope. Um, House of Gucci. House Gucci. House of Gucci. Just feels like that died on the editing room floor. But <laughs> I love that you you're the one of us who's seen it and you're already pushing it out of your brain subconsciously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that movie should have been good. It really should have been good, and they fucked it up. Mm. Fucked it up good. Yeah, I don't. Another bad director. I don't. I'm not a fan of these days sam remy no i have no idea ridley scott oh fair enough i knew that i didn't know that but my name is brad and my name is brad and that was my name every (laughs) tim burton's mars attacks what (laughs) i've never seen that either fantastic movie (laughs) nice